0: I'm Jerry Willis. I'm Steve Doocy. I'm Shannon Bream. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, July 28th, 2020. I'm Trey Yings. Lebanon's economy is crumbling amid the coronavirus outbreak, leading to new questions about the future of the country.
1: We think that Lebanon is undergoing a humanitarian crisis. Uh, the situation is really dramatic, and it really requires uh, uh, attention and imminent intervention, basically in all in all words in all senses.
0: This is the Fox News rundown. Global pandemic. <music> Lebanon's economy is suffering, leading more than half of the country to struggle even finding food. Women and children are undergoing excessive stress as movement restrictions continue amid the spread of disease. Over the next few minutes, you'll get the latest headlines on the global COVID-19 outbreak and hear from Bujar Hoja, the Lebanon country director for care. Starting first in Russia, that has seen more than 800,000 cases of COVID-19. Cases have leveled off there and started to decline, as the country is still reporting more than 5,000 daily cases. The Russians say they will start to vaccinate medics in August as part of an experimental program with a late-stage trial vaccine. Now to Brazil, that is reporting nearly 2.5 million cases of the virus. Brazilian President Jair Bolsonaro is being criticized for neglect during the early days of the pandemic. Now a group of unions that represents a million Brazilian healthcare workers has filed a complaint with the International Criminal Court against the president, accusing him of crimes against humanity. Nearly 90,000 Brazilians have died of COVID-19. Finally, in Lebanon, coronavirus cases are starting to spike, though the country has only reported 51 deaths. With around 4,000 total cases, this may not seem like a major problem, but there are only 6.8 million people in the country. The Lebanese government is now reimposing lockdown restrictions, though this will have its own set of challenges for civilians. So who is most at risk as Lebanese lockdowns affect the economy and daily routines?
1: So in Lebanon, uh, contextually, is like what we like to call a triple crisis. This
0: is Bujar Hoja, the Lebanon country director for CARE.
1: We have a country that is dealing with the pressing, acute needs in health, with the global pandemic of COVID nineteen, then refugee crisis, which is uh, with, uh, in particular, the Syrian refugee caseload that is hosted in Lebanon, and then the largest one that is, has just uh, out now is the economic crisis uh, within Lebanon itself.
0: Well, so I, I guess we could start by talking about specifically the economic crisis. And I know that CARE focuses a lot of their work on women and children, because this is a uniquely vulnerable population amid these circumstances. So I just wanted to get a better understanding of some of the challenges that women and children are facing economically amid this outbreak.
1: This is really important that we make a clear distinguish between the socioeconomic and the humanitarian crisis. Because we in care uh, we believe that the facts that we see in the ground, uh, we think that Lebanon is undergoing a humanitarian crisis. Lebanese are facing unheard or unseen crisis in the last three decades. So you have a lot of Lebanese average households whose purchasing power is decreasing rapidly is basically diminishing and uh, this uh, fading power it has to do a lot with uh, them being uh, very much dependent on the local uh, lebanese pounds so in line with this you have around uh, 45 to 50 percent of people who have difficulty in accessing basic food commodities so they uh, a lot of statistics would point out that over 45 percent of Lebanese are living below poverty line meaning that many of them have challenges in accessing b- basic health care like primary health care then uh, there is uh, congested uh, areas uh, when it comes to accommodation and shelter then uh, parents have uh, difficult choices to make come academic year because they have to make a choice whether they can enroll their children in uh, public uh, schools whether they can afford the cost with everything that is going off so we see a very worrying trends of people falling off the cliff every single day in lebanon uh the situation is really dramatic and it really requires uh uh, attention and imminent intervention basically in all in all worlds in all sense
0: absolutely the attention from the international community is so important so that people understand how dire the situation is I think it's interesting you talk about these people who were doing everything they could to help their communities and now even those who are helping need help themselves. How has this changed the way that CARE is providing aid to those who need it in Lebanon?
1: So uh, we have uh, gone almost to what we like to call in humanita- the humanitarian terms as uh, going to basics. So we have so far uh, this year reached uh, only in uh, last three months over 340,000 people with uh, uh, food, non-food, disinfection kits then we provide a lot of uh, psychosocial support services via ICT in particular, but also directly via social development centers. Then because a lot of youth are affected, and they are quite engaged in social media. We do provide quite a lot of social media awareness. So there's been a, quite a galvanized movement around here on providing as much as we can for the Lebanese uh, community, society. And we are advocating around uh, uh, the necessity to acknowledge and recognize the Lebanon as a humanitarian crisis that needs uh, imminent intervention in the forthcoming period.
0: You've been listening to Bujar Hoja, the Lebanon Country Director for CARE. We'll be right back what i find so important about the ngos and organizations that are operating broadly in the region but also in lebanon is that you're able to operate in an apolitical way uh, keeping a lot of the geopolitics out of the conversation and focusing on the civilians who need aid while i know it could be difficult to speak totally freely and broadly on this topic. I I do want to ask you about the political situation in Lebanon and how it makes the job more difficult, if it does.
1: We really urge all sides uh, that are part of this political constellation uh, to keep cool heads, to keep calm, to keep composed, and to look at the policies that could make the life of Lebanese more conducive when it comes uh, to certain decisions so they could have more incentivized for example programming for local production uh, where we could uh, possibly in the three-year trajectory increase uh, local employment through different uh, uh, programs with NGOs so this is uh, where, uh, where we see the role and where we urge uh, another um, appeal that we would make to the Lebanese policymakers is to align with the international community in addressing uh, what do we see as a humanitarian crisis
0: and then finally how do you think that care can get more people to focus in on the situation in Lebanon and around the world when it comes to civilians who are suffering. I imagine this is one of the most difficult parts of the job, is making people care about civilians in places that they've never been to and often never heard of. And we see these harrowing images out of Lebanon of people who have empty fridges and can't afford to feed their families. But oftentimes, what gets picked up in the media and what people hear about are the conflict angles and the bullets and the clashes at the border, as we saw this week. But oftentimes, they forget about the civilians. So I wanted to ask you how you feel more people can be informed and learn about what's actually happening in Lebanon.
1: Well, uh, first, uh, I would like to say that uh, region but also Lebanon in particular is one of the most fascinating stunning and diverse countries that um, exist out there in the world you know it has uh, history and its its people are unique in terms of solidarity in terms of diversity they bring together different cultures and uh, Now that we are approaching uh, Eid uh, al-Adha which is celebrated by all Lebanese but in particular uh, from those from Islam religion we take the opportunity to uh, congratulate uh, them in advance Uh, we can advance but uh, I would uh, if there is one thing I would like to urge people to focus on is that this is a society that is uh quite well educated and this type of trends or declines have occurred over years in different parts of uh, different uh, cycles of history in different parts of the world so uh, we have to get together and that's uh, where care comes in we have to galvanize movements and uh, If uh, there is a vehicle that is the best uh, way to deliver for Lebanese people and to be their voice, that is where care comes in. We try to represent or to uh, pass on, convey the messages that we get from different beneficiaries, different Lebanese who are falling of the cliff, as i mentioned earlier uh, to different international audiences and we try to 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 share the, their stories so uh, for example we have uh Rama a Syrian uh, refugee that uh, lives in uh, in north uh, Lebanon and uh, she was asking us, "How can one live with no job, no money, no assistance?" And uh, Rama is uh, highly educated, professional, and she happened to be displaced in Lebanon, and she has a good uh, relationship with uh, uh, Lebanese neighbors. So we try to portray these images of uh, successful women who just happen to have this uh, difficult. Uh, uh, difficult uh, path, so to say, in their life, uh, so they were uh, caught in the midst of this economic crisis or humanitarian crisis. And uh, as CARE, we have to represent their voices and try to appeal to different international community about the difference that we make in their life.
0: It's such important work that CARE is doing, not only in Lebanon, but around the world, for all civilians specifically women and children fascinating to hear about the work you're doing on the ground in lebanon and trying to bring the attention back to those who need it most the lebanon country director for care Bouyar hoja Bouyar, thank you again for your time
1: thank you for having me today it was pleasure
0: and privilege certainly thanks again have a great day thank you Bye. bye bye